Hey, look. What's up, bro? How do you qualify to Eurovision? I don't know. You sound like a... This week on Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about News from the Week, TV of the Week, Eurovision, we'll be fantasy booking our best and worst WWE shows, backlash results, and another digital review of Overboard. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to uh, another week, another digital citizen, live from my dad's bedroom. Hello, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. We'll be, uh, Hi. of course, winning a solo Fortnite Battle Royale here on the show, because that's what <laughs> the kids like, right? Yeah. Have you, have you, have you built in Fortnite? I have not even played Fortnite at all. Have you? Yes. Oh, okay. I I played it for ten minutes or something. I mean, maybe, I, I heard it's less. fun, but like, it's gotten kind of ridiculous. The uh, following it's gotten in the last few months. That's funny you bring that up because on on my train ride to Oslo, I'm going to tell you about that train ride. Worst train ride in the fucking world, by the way. Uh. uh I saw someone watching YouTube videos in front of me, mm-hmm. and he was w- watching uh, Fortnite, <laughs> <laughs> Fortnite videos on on YouTube, uh, and I, I'm going to guess this guy was in his late thirties. Oh, and I was like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, and I was like, fucking hell, I have nothing in common with this guy <laughs> at all. I was like, I'm not sure if I'm. I want to be 39 and 38. I mean, I'm not 39 yet. 38 and and known for playing pogs. Pogs, right? <laughs> do you remember pogs? I do. I do. Yeah. I was still collecting yeah. baseball cards when pogs came around, but <laughs> for all our young listeners out there. Google it. <laughs> Surprised it hasn't made a comeback, actually. At some point, you'd think it would. Pugs? The world's most amazing game. I've been watching a lot of Shark Tank lately. Okay. And and there was a family there with ID. They have a, had a hand bracelet. 
and you could collect like small coins with a code on its backing uh, and a picture of like, like if you've been to Kilimanjaro or like okay but that's a bad excuse uh, uh, example but uh, if you've been to Eurovis uh, Disney for example you got this this part uh, thing metal thing and you put it in the bracelet and you okay. could switch switch uh, bracelet things with others and things like that and they get the backing from one of the investors and I was thinking to myself hmm. Never heard about that before. Never heard about it since. I wonder how that's going. <laughs> uh, I bet the government bought it. They're like, oh, technology we can use to track people around and they'll just tell us where they are? Yeah, we'll, t- we'll buy that up. <laughs> Maybe the, the makers of Facebook saw it and was like, oh, sharing information with each other. Right. Smart thing. I guess Facebook just uh, renamed their... Uh, AI division, or their, no, their uh, virtual reality division, because they they mm-hmm. spent a lot of money on uh, VR in the like uh, in the past few years, and they've renamed it to Facebook VR. I guess it was just a, a division of Facebook, and now it's its own like separate entity. So Facebook's mm-hmm. really getting into the VR world, where the next version of Facebook that like our kids' kids, or maybe even our kids, whatever, they'll be. Uh, well, not that I'm gonna have kids, but uh, they would be using virtual <laughs> I was going Facebook. To ask you, where are your kids? <laughs> I think virtual Facebook would basically you just Facebook mixed with uh, some kind of virtual pets, or like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I promised to tell our listeners about my travels to to Oslo. So. I, I'm always like 20 minutes early to the train because I'm I'm one of those that gets stressed if I'm like just on time. I get extremely stressed if, if I'm not like early. Sure. Early out. Uh, so I had been walking and I was like tired. Uh, I walked from my apartment to, to the station with a heavy like suitcase. Sure. And, yeah. It was warm and shit. And when I came to the station, they closed a part of the rail uh, because of signal problems. And I had to wait for a maxi taxi to get us to another place. And I sat in the maxi taxi. And when I came to the train, there was no room for me to sit. <sighs> I was so knackered when I finally came to my dad's. Huh. So fucking tired. What do you mean there was no place for you to sit? They didn't have seats? Like they overbooked the train? Yeah, it was too much people on the train. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Then I yelled snakes and everybody went out. You mean snails on the train? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Snails on and the everybody train. went, uh, okay, what, they're going to slowly come towards <laughs> me like at a very, very low, low angle. I love I love throwbacks to other episodes we made. <laughs> so tell me about California. Uh, let's go. Let's. I'm gonna tell people how I build the news. So before we go into the news, let's say how we build the news. Because I don't think I ever tell anybody how we build the news. Maybe we've said it before. Have we ever talked about this? I have no clue. I don't even know if Fro 100% knows how I always build the news, but uh, pretty much. I, Throughout the week, I'll just 
find articles when I'm wa- looking at the news, or Fro sends me articles, and then I just add them all to a folder on my desktop called news, and then on like Tuesday, I go through it and find all the best news that I we sounds the most interesting to talk about, or the stuff that's really big in the world right now, and I send it out like Monday morning, and I sent out the news Monday morning this morning, or m- this last Monday. Mm-hmm. And literally an hour after that happened, uh, Donald Trump pulls out of the Iran deal. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes, no matter how much you try to like get, it's like right after I sent out the news, it's like all the stuff we're gonna talk about. And an hour later, Trump's like, "Pull out of that Iran deal," and I'm like, "Son of a bitch! I just sent out the news." Why do you have to fuck? Our podcast. <laughs> it's all Trump's fault. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but back to the actual news. Uh, mm-hmm. California. We'll talk a little bit more about Iran later. Yes. According to the Associated Press, California is now the fifth largest economy in the world, surpassing the United Kingdom. California's economy has surpassed that of the United Kingdom, becoming the fifth largest economy. According to new federal data made public Friday, California's gross domestic product grew by $127 billion from 2016 to 2017, surpassing $2.7 trillion uh, in total, the data said. Meanwhile, the UK economic output slightly shrunk over that time when measured in US dollars, uh, of course, you know, due to exchange rate. Uh, the data demonstrates the sheer immensity of California's economy, home to nearly 40 million people, and a thriving technology sector in Silicon Valley, as well as entertainment capital of the world, Hollywood, uh, and the Central Valley agricultural heartland. It also reflects a substantial turnaround uh, since the Great Recession, meaning 2008. Hmm. What do you think about it's, that? It's, uh, it's interesting. Is it all the weed in California that's made it uh, so large? Not according to this article. It has a lot to do with the uh, most. I'm guessing a lot of it has to do with techno, like uh, Silicon Valley. That's because right. that's going all over the world, and everybody's buying that all over the place. Um, so I'm guessing that's where a lot of it comes from. I don't think weed's been legal in long enough there for it to have made an effect because i think it just became legal like this year like it became legal after oregon i know that Mm. so i don't Mm. think because this was data taken from 2016 through 2017 so it wouldn't have even been an uh, wouldn't have affected this data at all so actually now that it is legal it might increase even more fro yeah I mean, uh, it's it's nice to see that you have a growing economy in the states. You fucking need the money. Your state budget is uh, used on so many good things lately. So, California is a massive state, is the thing, and it. But it also just it shows. I think a lot of what we see on the news, especially the mainstream news, you see it all coming from the East Coast, the New mm. York, uh, Washington D.C crowd that's where a lot of the most of the news comes from you know and Mm. all those people know each other but you 
when it comes down to it, California is probably more um, important economically to the United States than uh, I think a lot of people give it credit for. Uh, mm. Most people just go, oh, you know, you know those late. Uh, when they think California, they think of like the hit the hippie guy or the surfer dude, you know, something like that. They don't think of the technology billionaire um, Elon Musk's and things like that. Right. Yeah, because he has um, he said head city in California, or do you know that? I know he's got some some of his stuff. I know Tesla's based there, so yeah. I know yeah. Uh, the rocketry stuff that's based out of, of somewhere else. I think Florida. So okay, let's talk about you, U.S. Navy. It uh, uh, this is from uh, Reuters. I like Reuters. U.S. Navy reforms second fleet, eyeing Russia. The Pentagon reestablished a naval fleet that uh, uh, disbanded seven years ago as shifts more resources against Russia, part of a wider build-up that stretches from the North Atlantic to the Eastern Euro- Europe. Oh, aren't you happy? Right. The Pentagon reestablishing a Navy fleet that disbanded seven years ago. Uh, as it shifts more of its war- resources against Russia, uh, yeah. So this is again, we have no proof that Russia did any hacking or, I mean, that this we're this is again we're making moves against people who like it's all just speculation as to whether any of this happened. They are what I call the perfect scape goat because they they are in a position where they can't just go like yeah it isn't it wasn't us and people will just believe them they are in a position where nobody believes them because everybody thinks that what mr uh trump says is is truth well, not only that, you also have the history of Russia. I think that has a lot to do with it. People, yeah. it might be 2018, but a lot of people are still stuck in the 1980s thinking that it's a communist country and that, oh, the the Reds are gonna come, are trying to come and get us. You know what I mean? Where it's a mm-hmm. capitalist country. It's a capitalist country just like America is. Uh, and they're doing capitalist things just like America does as far as uh, globally. I mean, just look at our our um, article we did last week about them and the nuclear reactor they're setting up in the middle of the ocean. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's a capitalist move to make. Uh, so yeah, I th- this whole th- it's it's just silly. And now we're getting more and more involved. And now that Iran's getting involved, which they're allies with Russia, everything's starting to kind of unravel and. Somehow Trump supporters are still backing him, even though uh, everything he seems—I mean, he seems to be ramping up some kind of war to me. But he's doing really good on in polls. It's really, really, really weird. I was reading in a Norwegian newspaper that they, he is actually has stable. St- his his numbers hasn't really gone down in. With his voters. Oh, yeah. With his voters, for sure. They don't... They're not uh, swaying. 
because... No. Uh, I mean, the whole reason he was put in is because uh, they saw him as something different. And mm. so when they... He's definitely different. Right, when they see... <laughs> when other people see him doing these things and they're like, oh my god, that's so unpresidential or that's so something a president... like that an official shouldn't do, they see that as, as a positive, where everybody else sees mm. it as a negative. So I can understand how they would be sticking with it, and then other people going, oh my gosh, how could you not How could you not uh, condemn him for that? And they're going, well, he's the, the reason I voted for him is because he's not like politicians. So it's, it's a weird... Um, it's a weird thing between those two people because they can't understand each other. Like a person mm. who doesn't understand why somebody would want to support Trump and somebody who does because mm. the reason they can't understand each other is they unwilling to see the other's viewpoint which right. I mean that's a big part of the problem so why were you in Arizona this week uh, we just got a really quick uh, interesting little video um, of a yeah. whammo crash so this was you know the Google uh, self-driving cars Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a video that they released from the actual car, and it kind of went viral, so I figured we'd check it out. It's only five yeah. seconds long, so we might want to watch it, like, twice. That's why I said, what were you doing in Arizona this week? I don't get it. <laughs> I am tell- I'm saying you are the one that drives into the car. Oh, okay. Got it. Uh, okay. Okay, in three, two, one, play. Okay, driving down the street. And Whoa. here comes the car. <laughs> it was... Okay, I'm going to replay that. Yeah. There's no sound. It's clear somebody ran... And that guy ran a red light. Like, look at the whee! light. The light's red when they drive up to it, and the guy in the uh, silver car runs through the red light. Yeah. The guy in the black car pulls out, because he has a green... Then the silver car has to dodge him because he ran a red light, and then it crosses yeah. the center line and goes right into the side of the uh, self-driving car. Whee! I wish the uh, video didn't cut off like right. It it yeah. cuts off like right when the car hits, but I'm guessing that maybe is because of legal reasons. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't hit them. I promise. <laughs> I think it's just Google it, putting out a video saying, hey, you know, this one was not our fault. Because last time, <laughs> it seemed like it might have been their fault with the lady that was crossing the street. Which I guess, yeah. a lot of people are saying it wasn't. Which I guess that's very possible. But uh, this one clearly was not the Google car's fault. Clearly. Hey, if you have a lot of drones, what would you use it for? That's a good question. If I had a whole lot of drones, I guess mm-hmm. I'd set up some kind of delivery system and try to make money off of it. But gang used drone uh, uh, swarm to thwart FBI hostage trade. FBI agents covertly surveilling a criminal gang suspected of holding at least one person hostage had their cover blown when a swarm, a swarm of drones descended on them. Joe Messel, the head of FBI Operational uh, Technology Law Unit, sent a small unmanned unit uh, hovered around the agent and made high-speed long passes at them. 
<laughs> we were then blind without the situational awareness, he said. Marshal, a veteran a federal agent, recounted the incident this week while speaking to attendees at the AUVSA Expansional Tech Conference in Denver, according to the Feds one. The, it says the drones, according to Manziel, not only buzzed the agents, but also live-streamed the entire thing. Uh, <laughs> they put the footage on YouTube so that other members of the gang who had cellular access could go to the YouTube site, uh, see the video, and know the agent's location. Smart! This They're is really smart. interesting. The, it's yeah. criminals using drones against the FBI? Yeah. Yeah. That's really, really, really smart. <laughs> Where are they? Just look on on YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. And they're they have them stuck in, uh, stuck in there. And the you know usually when you're in a hostage situation, if you're the hostage taker, you're not going to be able to tell like where the snipers are and where the location of mm -hmm. each you know if they're coming in the back. But if you've got a bunch of drones, then you can see exactly <laughs> where all the police are. It's really interesting uh, that it's, you know, this is going to be a plot in a movie in a year. Of course, yeah. of course, of course. Hey, we talked last week about uh, trouble in the Swedish um, academy that gives out uh, the Peace Prize. Uh, not the Peace Prize, sorry, uh, Norway gives, uh, but the Literature Prize. It gives out uh, uh, the Medicine Prize. It gives out, yeah. Uh, a few of them for right. a few of them yeah and uh, now uh, the Swedish Academy will not hand out the Nobel uh, Prize in Literature it uh, says uh, it announced this on Friday uh, because well they don't have a leader anymore <laughs> that helps um, but instead it plans to award the prestigious uh, prize twice next year we decided not to award the prize after long and intense discussion. The, uh, the confidence in the Swedish uh, Academy is so low in the rest of the world that we will not do it this year. So that's pretty, pretty, pretty big news. I wonder if, like, when they do a double, are they going to do one prize for this year late and then do another prize for next year, or are they going to do two prizes for next year? I, I'm yeah. hmm, interesting. Two prizes for the for one year. Yeah, who knows how yeah. that's gonna, all going to work out? But it's so weird, right? And this is from it's... after the fallout of six of eighteen members resigning, including the permanent secretary uh, and yeah. Arnold's wife, like we said last week and a couple weeks before that. So they just don't have any leader anymore in in their literature department. Well, so yeah, I, I mean. I can... I can understand that they don't want to give it... Not only a leader, off. but, uh, you know, a third of the member, the total members resigned. <laughs> of so the members are gone, yeah. I think their real reason is not so much that they don't have the leadership to do it, it's that they don't think that the rest of the world will see it as a legit thing, because it's mm -hmm. not... Uh, the Academy, at this point, has kind of been tainted. So I don't think they, they think that the rest of the world will see it as a legit reward. Uh, to the to whoever gets it, so I can understand that it kind of does 
put a little bit of a dark cloud over it. So we talked so many uh, times ago, some weeks ago, that there were some rumors that Donald Trump was nominated to the Norwegian Nobel Committee for the Peace Prize. No, we were um, saying that he was going to be awarded the Peace Prize. Yes. But uh, 18 Republican lawmakers from the United States have sent a letter to the Norwegian Nobel Committee in which they recommend President Donald Trump for the 2019 Nobel Peace Prize for his role on ongoing peace process in Korea. Right. So, um, you know, just the same thing we covered about the South Korean president saying that uh, you know, I don't, I, you shouldn't give it to me. You should give it to Donald Trump. I think is, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what he said. And now mm-hmm. these 18 Republican lawmakers, obviously, they're just you know on Trump's side, trying to trying to get not only getting good with Trump, but uh, it can it'll be something they can use in um, either in the midterms or in 2020. You know what I mean? To be like, well, look. They say all these bad things, but Trump got a peace prize. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I will streak middle in the in the middle of Lillehammer naked if uh, Trump gets the peace prize. Okay. All right. Okay. You heard it here. I I said a couple weeks ago, Obama got one while at the same time droning drone bombing people. So. No. That would be maybe the most controversial peace prize ever. Oh yeah, especially since he's so known for like the you know grabbing by the pussy and like the sexual yeah. harassment stuff that's like circling around him, and then you have the yeah. thing in Sweden at the same time happening. Yeah. Very unlikely yeah. that uh, they're gonna do that. I think it's more. I I think it's more. Probably that you and me will get the peace prize than Donald Trump, to be honest. And we have not tried to even have peace. I mean, it it could be a big thing if North and <laughs> South Korea really did come to some kind of peace agreement. Of or course. let's say in three or four months, all of a sudden there is no more North and South Korea. It's just Korea, mm-hmm. and they tear down the walls. It's you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If he really had something a lot to do with it, I I would be like, sure, here you go. You know what I mean? I, yeah. That is actually something that's wor- worth uh, getting a peace prize for. So, hmm, I don't know. Yeah. Obama got the peace prize because he wasn't fucking Bush. That's why he got the peace prize. <laughs> right? He wasn't a war criminal yet. Yeah. So, we will, not, uh, we will watch another video. What is this video about? Another short video. We got a few short videos this week, so. Uh, mm-hmm. At a interview on Wednesday, uh, last Wednesday, w- uh, with Time Inc. brand's executive, Time Inc., I'm guessing that's like the magazine, uh, Alan Murray, uh, Hillary Clinton um, said that she thought being a capitalist probably hurt her with Democratic voters. So uh, let's just listen to what she had to say, and then maybe we'll talk to it af- talk about it afterwards. So um, go ahead and give me a countdown. In three, two, one. 
You may be the only uh, presidential candidate since World War II that actually had to stand up and say, I am a capitalist. <laughs> uh, and you did. Uh, did it hurt you? Probably. I mean, you know, it's, it's, hard. <laughs> it's hard to know. But I mean, if you're in the Iowa caucuses and 41% of Democrats are uh, socialists or self-described <laughs> socialists, and I'm asking you a capitalist. In Iowa? Yes, but with appropriate well, regulation Iowa. and appropriate uh, uh, accountability, uh, you know, that that probably gets lost in the, oh, my gosh, she's a capitalist. I, I mean, you, you wow. Oh, my gosh, she's a capitalist. I never, <laughs> I don't, during the election, do you remember all those people saying, saying that? Being like, oh, my gosh, she's a capitalist. <laughs> Is it okay if I say no? I think there was another C word they were too busy calling her. <laughs> what do you mean? Do you mean cat? I meant criminal. <laughs> criminal. Oh. I thought you meant another C word. I know. I know. That, that's, that was what the joke was. I was trying to make people mad. <laughs> Is it saying that C word? Oh, Democrats. So yeah, so, I, that, this whole thing is interesting just because lately, uh, I mean, that's basically her, and I mean, she's basically the spokesman at, at uh, somewhat for the Democratic Party, uh, sure. and she's saying that capitalism, her being, saying she was a capitalist hurt her, so does that mean in, you know, 2020, 2018, we're going to see a lot of Democrats saying that they're socialist? I guess we'll have to see how this all turns out you know bernie sanders is socialist Ugh. democratic socialist, socialist but Ugh, socialist <laughs> by the way i live in a socialist country yes so seattle officials file motion to vacate marijuana convictions this is good news Right, uh, Seattle asked court to dismiss misdemeanor marijuana convic convictions uh, from before the state legalized marijuana. Uh, the right. motion argues that the court should act because possession of small amounts of marijuana is no longer illegal in Washington and that dismissing the charges would promote uh, the interest and fairness, uh, oh, promote the interest of fairness and judgment. Um... A file, uh, motion filed Friday asking the Seattle Municipal Court to vacate all convictions and dismiss all charges for misdemeanor marijuana possessions uh, that were prosecuted in the period of time before pot was legal statewide. Uh, in a statement, Peter, oh Pete Holmes, the city Seattle City's attorney. Uh, called the motion one small step in the right uh, to right the injustices of a drug war that has primarily targeted people of color. As we see marijuana sold in retail storefronts today, people who simply had a joint in their pockets a decade ago still have uh, that red mark on their record, which is, that's really what it all comes down to is if you would have, let's say you had a joint in your pocket two days before it was legal and went to jail. Mm -hmm. That's, think about how stupid that is. 
Yeah, that is a little stupid. And so they're saying, I mean, this is still just a file uh, motion that they're filing. It hasn't passed yet. Hopefully we'll see if it does. Um, but right. I think this is something that should be done in all states that have legalized marijuana, including Oregon, where I live, and which has not been done. But you would assume, I mean, think about uh, from a taxpayer's perspective, how much money we're spending on the, having those people in jail. Mm. So uh, if we, if you take all those misdemeanor, nonviolent, like a guy who had a joint in his pocket and got hassled by the cops and went, went to jail for five years, if we're not spending money on all those people, we can save tax dollars and spend it somewhere else. So here's the here's what I'm thinking. Like me personally, okay. We, we I think we talked about this before. Me personally, I don't really. I'm not pro uh, uh, getting it uh, criminalized, but I, I I will not go in 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 walk in front of the government to get it legalized either. In Norway, I'd, I think it will take many, many years before we legalize marijuana, sadly. I think sure. it's more dangerous to to drink. Uh, I think people have been killed in more accidents. I think that's when... very obvious. I think, every, I think that's yes. common knowledge at this point. Like, when we were younger, that was something that was, like, kind of debated. But I think at this point, everybody knows it's much more dangerous to drink than it is to smoke marijuana. Right. So I think, like, if if we want to do something with uh, drugs, and I'm not saying that, that that that's a bad idea, but criminalizing people that f- have back pain and smokes a joint of marijuana is, for me, just ludicrous. Uh, what it all comes down to, for me, is, like, making nature illegal. I don't understand yeah. how that's the thing that you can even do. Like, what if they made lettuce illegal? Mm-hmm. And you just... Every salad now didn't have lettuce in it. Because mm-hmm. the government said Reminds it was me of that South Park episode when, when they did that joke. Is yeah. that... What did they do? They did lettuce is illegal in South Park? Yeah. I've never seen that episode. I, I think so. Or if it was The Simpsons or whatever. Simpsons did it? Right. Maybe. So, uh, how many Big Macs have you eaten in your life? I I don't keep track, obviously, but uh, I had you a Big Mac it's last over weekend. A you think it's over a thousand Big Macs? Probably not. No. No, in my lifetime, probably not. So, how crazy is it then when you have eaten you? 30,000 Big Mac. And this is since 1972. It's his perfect food. Right. Actually, I've got a little video we can watch about this guy. But you've seen uh, Super Size Me, right, Fro? Right, I have. And this is that guy, the same guy from that. And he's mm-hmm. still eating Big Macs, if everybody's seen that movie. Um, so let's go and pull this it's another little short video but it's an interview with him from when he ate his 29th thousandth big mac which is about a year and a half ago and he kind of talks about you know what started him eating big macs and why he likes them and it's only two minutes long so let's give it a listen 
Sure. And we will go in... Hold on. I will find it. The text. And I have it ready. In three, two, one, go. Why eat these? Yeah. Because it's the best food in the world. Um, it's got the same hairstyle from... food is hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> from Super Size Me. McDonald's was coming out of the Big Mac. It's like... I guess it's gaining the weight either. As I say... Uh, Double burgers are the best food in the world. His hair's gotten longer, but he looks pretty much the same from uh, that movie. I throw a carton in the backseat of my car, and um, so every carton I had was in the backseat. And then after a month, I decided to clean the car out. And at first, I, I was only going to keep That's how he started counting them, bro. I thought I was going to get drafted mm -hmm. for His backseat was filled with Big Mac well, cartons, and he said, oh, I might as well count them. And then from then on, he just kept counted how many Big Macs he was eating. Kept on going. Right now, so he maybe has eaten more of them. That'd be in case of a snowstorm or something, because that's the first time I missed eating a Big Mac was a snowstorm, and McDonald's didn't open that day. And that got me into the habit of starting to... All because of the snowstorm. And stuff. He keeps them in the freezer, just when, when like backup. An airplane or something like that. In my luggage will be Big Macs because <laughs> I don't want to miss Oh my a day. God! Yes, this so is just in luggage. case, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't Holy run into McDonald's that first day. It's that's kind of silly because most airports in America <laughs> have a, a McDonald's here. in them. To be honest, yeah. See, so the old McDonald's was right next door, right there. I mean, a Big Mac is like seven fifty in a airport, but. Made this my booth kind of because if Isn't if this that the was same time 1975, this is the spot where my car in the movie. Was I don't know. Maybe my wife for marriage was this spot, and so I paced it off. Can you imagine you know, being married to this from guy? The, you know, from uh, an old place. Uh, not really. He's right. This is the spot where I I proposed to her. So it's kind of he neat proposed that to he his wife in McDonald's. It, uh, you know, make a Gorski booth Jeez. or what. It's so interesting, like, as a testament to human humanity, <laughs> of, yeah. like, this guy keeps, you know why he keeps doing it, right? For I mean, he he likes Big Macs, that's one thing, yeah. but it's clear it's become, like, a thing, like... Obsession. Well, not only that, but it's a, it's gratification, like, every time he yeah. reaches a, you know, a milestone, all this mm -hmm. media comes and, you know, sees him and uh, wants to interview him and all this stuff, and so every year and a half or however long it takes him to eat 10,000 Big Macs, uh, he gets another little uh, media storm at him, and so it gives him an incentive to just keep eating these, but it's pretty surprising he doesn't have heart disease or is dead by now, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that is so strange. So... The Iran deal, Jesus Christ. Uh, this was 8 o'clock yesterday, Norwegian time. He came out and said, no, we are going from the Iran deal. We don't want to be a part of this. The deal is bad. Fuck you, Obama. That's pretty much what That's... it came down to. Yeah. Uh... He had been, he's already, I mean, during the campaign, he said he wanted out of the Iran, Iran deal. So it's not, right. in a way, it's not surprising. It's not super surprising, no. Right, because he did say he was going to do it. So it's not like people should be like, oh my gosh, this is out of no, this came out of nowhere. Because it really didn't. Yeah, but then again, he also said he would get Hillary in jail, so. Right, he said a lot of things that didn't come true, but. Um, right. This was something, obviously, he did because it's something he said he was going to do. Uh, whether 
it's a good idea uh, is is questionable. Definitely, I him uh-huh. doing it because he said he was going to do it, and him doing it and it being a good idea are two totally different things. Well, definitely. But uh, just a little back uh, background on this because we're going to hear a little bit more about it, but. Uh, the deal was uh, an agreement between Iran and the five permanent countries of the UN, US, UK, France, China, and Russia, plus Germany was in there, and, and it was signed by Obama. Uh, this, uh, it was said to, uh, it was put in place to try to keep Iran from getting nuclear weapons, but Trump says it's a bad deal, and that it isn't going to do that, and that's why he got rid of it. So, let's hear what Tron has to say about war with Iran. This is one that Trump tells the truth. When I'm making this segment, you already know that uh, the round agreement will not be followed by the US anymore. Well, not a big surprise for anyone of us here in Europe and should be enough for anybody else in the United States either. There was one of those changes we all knew would come. Or like Liberal says, no, it's no difference between Clinton and Trump. Yes, it is, and here is one of them. You have now two failed wars, Afghanistan and Iraq. Both wars you haven't won yet. You are in a swamp. You are bullshitting, and you've been lying, and spending billions on nothing. Like you did in Vietnam. Oh, fuck you, I know you're going to say about it anyway. Yes, you lost the Vietnam War. And it was a pitiful, bullshit war, like any most of the wars you are doing over there. But if you think Iran going to be uh, an easy target, well, fuck you. Because this is going to be the worst kind of bullshit ever. They have more weapons. They have more people on, the, on their arms. And they have nothing to lose. You can all talk about how the Iran regime is an extreme extremist uh, religious regime yes even worse regime is called Saudi Arabia and you're piling them up with weapons as far as the eye can see so this is not about whether Iran making nuclear weapons or they are a dictatorship or not it's about your ego they are pissing at you and they've been laughing at you and they've been annoying you. This is all about ego and nothing else. When George Bush won about the war with Iraq, it's because he wanna finish what his father did. Because his father found out that he couldn't win it that war and that country at all. So he did it and fucked up big time. It's always about talk about this and and, and soon we're going to have the discussion again that you cannot talk against the war because you're talking against the troops. If you are patriotic, American, if you are a patriot for the military, you don't go to Iran. You don't go to any of those wars. You don't owe your country to go to bullshit wars. You're not defending your country. You're not defending democracy. You're not defending anything. You are just full of shit like the government you're representing because you're representing your government. As long as you just talk, you don't dare talk against it and refuse to, to follow legal orders, you're not protecting anything. You can just wipe your ass with your uniform. 
that was a short one this week because I'm so fucking pissed off and it's late at night. This was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Have a nice day. That was uh, Tron telling the truth. We now have an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. That's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Have you gotten any emails? I don't know, actually. <laughs> no, we have not. Probably not. No. <laughs> Uh, check out us, our Facebook page on Facebook. It's another digital citizen on Facebook. You know what you I posted remember? on Facebook this week? I don't. I got. I got it sent to me because of my love of superhero movies. But did you see it, what PewDiePie put up this week? Yes. Okay. I got it sent to me because somebody was like, "I know how much you like uh, superhero movies, Luke." And mm-hmm. I guess he came out against Marvel intensely this week and got a lot of yeah. Backlash hey. from superhero movie fans. So, it's Eurovision time. Uh, we had the first semi-final yesterday. Uh, the countries that gone through is Albania, Czech Republic, Lithuania, Israel, Estonia, Bulgaria, Austria, Finland, Ireland, and Cyprus. Uh, me and Luke, we guessed uh, five each. Uh the only thing we got wrong with was Azerbaijan, so we got four out of five. Not oh, bad. and then I think you missed Greece. No, I I actually uh, Greece gets got uh, got through actually. Oh, uh, not a clue. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Sorry, yes, I missed Greece. That's and then true. right, and then we both missed Azerbaijan. Right. Yeah. So I got three out of five. You got. Four out of five. How can you beat me in the Eurovision? When you're the Eurovision expert? I don't know. (laughs) So now it's time to pick five countries. Well, I guess which which is the one that I picked that you didn't pick? Oh, Bulgaria. Yeah. That was the one that I got that you didn't get, which was the acapella group. You picked Finland as well. Right. Yeah. You picked Finland and Bulgaria. Oh, okay. So now now we're going to guess... Five countries from the second uh, semi-final, and I will ask. I will uh, actually begin with Denmark. I think Rasmussen with higher ground will qualify. That sounds like uh, the theme music of Game of Thrones. I thought it was something that, uh, like at the start of a super church broadcast on TV, the song would be playing. Mm-hmm. It was clearly yeah. a religious song, right? Higher ground? Yeah. Not really. I thought, well, at least from the part that I, I heard, it sounded very... Because mm. this is not one we did, uh, that we did... No. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, what was so the first one first... I went with? Oh, sorry. Yes, that was my first, I said. Uh, the first one I went with was... What? Well, that's not right. Uh, well, okay, because I wrote down Netherlands, but I know that's not the one I picked. Uh, Serbia. I'll just say Serbia was the fir- first one I did. Uh, that was I can't say their name, and I can't say the name of the. I have no idea. <laughs> Sanjelik and Balkanaka with Novadeka. There you go. Yeah. Sure. 
I have, I actually have Serbia on my list as well. Okay. Uh, my uh, third pick is Netherlands. Uh, it's violent without low in them. I think this country song will go through. It's really American, but I think it's going through. I guess I did pick that one. Because yeah. I wrote down Waylon, but then I wrote down Netherlands. Yeah, they are the same. And now. they're the same, but I wrote them down twice. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what confused me. I just wrote it down incorrectly. But yes, I picked Netherlands as well. So you can do your next one. Uh, I have uh, my next one is Australia with Jessica Mobo, but with We Got Love. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went with the Ukraine, which had Melovin under the ladder. Mm-hmm. And I have one left, right? Uh, I have two left. So, yes, I guess you would have one left. Oh, I'm going to say it, look. Sweden. Okay. Uh, Benjamin Ingrasso with Dance You Off. Dance, dance, dance you off. It sounds so generic. but uh, It sounds awful. It's... Yeah. It sounds like some kind of sexual position, dance you off. Um, I went with Slovenia as one of mine. Mm-hmm. Lee Sirk. Yep, with Havel Ne, which I like mm-hmm. that song. And um, what was the other one I went with? Oh, Hungary, which was the heavy metal group, AWS, yes. with Vizalt Nair. Is that close? Sure. So, uh, we have uh, 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 some countries that has automatically uh, qualified. Uh, it's Portugal, Germany, and the United Kingdom, and Spain, uh, and Italy. So, they are in the final. Right. So, who do you think is going to win Eurovision? <coughs> We kind of have to call it before we see who moves on from the second round, huh? So yes, because we, we do because when is because it? the final final is on Saturday. Oh, okay. Um, yes. Why don't you go first? Because I, I don't. I'm. I need to think sure. about it for half a second. I picked three uh, to be completely sure. I think uh, La Forza uh, from Estonia. Uh, have a really good chance of winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Madame Monsieur with Mercy have a good uh, chance of winning. And my third uh, pick is Israel with Toy. Uh, so that's that's my top three pick. Out of them, I my heart says France. Uh, my 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 heart. Uh, says France or or Estonia, but sadly my head says Israel. So I I will pick Israel if I have to pick one. Okay, 
I guess doesn't mean I I like it the most. I, just... I think picking three is fine. There's so many mm -hmm. to pick from. I don't think we have a problem picking three because I think I'll probably pick three different ones from you. Actually, except for Estonia, we'll probably agree on that. And I'll go with the UK with Surrey. That's a good song. Mm -hmm. And then finally, um, what's another good one that could win? That I was really feeling. What's the one that... It moved on from the last round. And it had the lady in the cage. Oh, yeah. Uh, Finland. I'll go with Finland. Finland, yeah. What did... Uh, but uh, if you look at the odds and shit like that, do you think we will be back here in a week talking about... Netta with Toy, Israel. I feel like she'll win the fan vote, but I don't think she's going to win the judges' vote. Mm. Cool. So, since I don't, uh, I'm in Oslo, as I said, uh, and, and I don't have the WWE book of top tens uh, from Margaret. Oh yeah. I asked Margaret uh, to uh, instead send me uh, a link to <laughs> a top ten list she found randomly online. So Margaret has actually given us a top ten list. Is it about wrestling? Yes. Oh okay. And it's female wrestlers from two thousand and seven. From 2007, it, it, okay. Yes, 17, sorry. Oh. Best oh. female wrestlers of 2017. That's a little easy. It, yes, it's the Thank you, Margaret, for the help again. So who's number one? Top wrestlers of 2017. Female. 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 And this is not by WWE. No, this is an uh, internet poll. Uh, Sasha Banks. Alexa Bliss. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's number one. Uh, what did you say? Sasha Banks. That's number two. Uh, Charlotte Flair, number three. No, she's Bailey? number four. Bailey, number three. Four. Uh, Bailey is number five. Hmm, okay, I've gotten all, all the way through four, five except for three. Let's see, who am I missing? Who am I missing? It's really obvious, isn't it? Becky Lynch? Yep. Mm, Becky is on... Eight? Uh, Paige. Uh, Paige is number ten. Oh my gosh, I have no idea what number three is. I'm going to help you really along now. She's uh, currently on SmackDown. Oscar? Yes! Okay. <laughs> I feel like she was so, only in for like a very small amount of time in 2017, like in the main roster, yeah. so it's a little bit of a weird one, yeah. but... So number one, Alexa Bliss. Number two, Sasha Banks. Number three, Asuka. Number four, Charlotte. Number five, 
Bailey, number six, Nikki Bella, for some fucking reason. Number seven, Naomi. Number eight, Becky Lynch. Number nine, Mickey James. And number ten, Paige. So thank you for the link, Margaret. <laughs> and next week we will actually have your book. So <laughs> thank you so much for the link. So uh, I haven't watched uh, SmackDown this week because I'm at my dad's. It but was I saw not Raw. very good. Okay, but it was, was uh, just they're good. doing matchups to determine who's going to be in Money in the Bank. Yeah, and that was every match on the show. So oh, okay. Yeah, I like Raw though. Uh, I watched Raw in the 30-minute YouTube version again, and I thought it was mm-hmm. kind of... It was all right. Mm-hmm. What else have you watched this week? Uh, let's see. Uh, I finished the Just Shoot Me, which is available yeah. on YouTube. If anybody looks it up, it's available on there. Uh, the last episode, like, the, the final season or two, you know, it gets bad. Like, normal sitcoms, they get bad once they start to get close to being canceled, but... The very last episode is actually a very cool episode uh, where they kind of reveal some of the secrets that, like, were, like, uh, they were, like, little jokes during the season, but then they kind of reveal, there's a big reveal in the final episode of it. So, I don't know. It's a pretty good show. It's just really weird to watch in 2018. Uh, Mm. It being a show about a feminist who goes and works at a fashion magazine. So, um, what else did I see this week? Oh, Last Man on Earth finale, which I still enjoy. I'd recommend anybody go watch that. There is a season or two that kind of, it gets really bad, and then it gets a lot better again, all of a sudden. And this season was very good. Um, AP Bio, this week was the finale of that. Uh, d- did you watch that this week, from? No, I didn't, sadly. All right, well, that show is, uh, this is the end of that season. Um... It wraps up pretty well, and it it, stay, it it sets up for another season if they're going to do one, but I'm not really sure if they are. Mm. And the final thing I saw this week was episode one of season three of Colony came back this week. Yes, good. What did you so think of good. this? I, I really liked it. I really surprisingly liked it. Yeah, and it's... I was a little bit confused as to what the hell is going on in this first episode, but yeah. it leaves you wondering about things in a way yeah. where you're like, oh, I want to watch the episode next episode so I can find out about the things I'm wondering about. Yeah, so that I yeah. do like about it. Uh, and the one character I really like is the the really weaselly uh, bad guy. <laughs> Who's like mm-hmm. turning on them, but they don't know it. He he's really good uh, actor as like a Weasley yeah. bad guy. Yes. Cool. I watched Westworld this week, of course. Uh, that was good. I saw a lot of Shar- Shark Tank and Dragon Stand this week. Um, I watched uh, Countdown to Eurovision things. Uh, I watched Eurovision semi-final. <laughs> I don't know if we talked about that. Uh, yeah, and I saw Raw. That's more or less what I said, saw this week. Are you up to date on the 100? Uh, yes, I am. Uh, not that... uh, today's episode, though. But Oh, okay. That episode two is 
freaking amazing. The one where yeah, they're in the bunker. It? Yeah, isn't that fucking amazing? Where she, like, goes in and uh, yeah. kills the guys, and she this. goes and talks to the whole group of people just covered in yeah. blood, like, from head yeah. to toe. Oh, my gosh, yeah. so amazing. I that... told you that was a good episode. Oh, yeah, you did. I guess that's true. Yeah. Anybody yeah. out there who wants to see strong female characters, if you're a feminist who likes strong female characters, or just anybody yeah, who likes watch. strong female characters, <laughs> the 100 has multiple uh, insanely strong female characters. Is that on Netflix? I think the older seasons are on Netflix. This new one's not going to be on there, but... No, okay. So, we were actually going to have another main topic. We were just going to pick our five worst and best wrestlers, uh, current wrestlers, but... Because we uh, had so many on our lists, we are instead bo- booking the best and worst show. So that is actually a little better. It's going to be a little more interesting. We're going to do the best one first. We're going to try to. We're each going to pick one person, and then we're going to do ten male wrestlers, six female wrestlers, and four tag teams on each show. We're going to do try to book. And this is just out of WWE and 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 sorry and NXT. Yes. Um, and it's uh, very very important if you miss someone here, that's because they're not current. We're picking current wrestlers. Right. And so I guess we'll just start with the best. And you want you want to go first for this one, or do you want to go first for the next one? You can do either. I will go first. Uh, my number five pick was actually a tag team. Uh, so it's Matt, Matt Hardy and Bray, Bray Wyatt. Um, it's kind of interesting with Matt Hardy and, and Bray Wyatt. I, I separately don't think that they're that fucking amazing, but because of the gimmick that they did with uh, the match in in the Hardy uh, resident, uh, I find them f- utterly fascinating, and I love uh, I love the delete thing. I know I know you're not huge on it, but I I like them together. They're so different wrestling styles. Uh, I mean, this last on Raw it was not very exciting. I just feel like. Bray Wyatt is bringing Matt Hardy down. That's the way I feel about it. But mm, okay, but uh, yeah, that's it's my pick, so I'm sure. allowed. <laughs> uh, and that's our first of our, our four tag teams. So I guess I'll yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and pick a tag team then, if we're gonna do that, and I'll pick Brazango. Hmm. Good one. I had that. Oh, I had that next. <laughs> They are funny. Yeah, and I think those two teams could have some funny comedy matches as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a funny team, and it's 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 kind of yeah. Well, then I will go to the NXT to pick my uh, next uh, tag team, um, and it's. I don't know. Is it a ch- is it a sheet? Um, I will go with the Inspired era. Is that okay? I mean, there's a lot of people in it. Uh, why don't we just go with the tag champs because they are in the Undisputed era, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Is it uh, Fish and O'Reilly or whatever? Yes. But I, I think the Unspeeded Era is fucking strong. I love Adam Cole. Uh, right. I love Roderick Strong and Carly O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Uh, I love all four of them. So I'm not a huge Roderick oh, Strong fan. Well, <laughs> uh, I think I think that it's a good team. So I will pick them as my last tag team. And I don't know. I have no idea why we started with tag teams. This is really weird a place to start, but whatever. I'm gonna go yeah. with let's. I'm gonna go Owen Zane. That's a good tag team. Mm, that's a really good tag team. They are they are insanely good, but are they a tag team though? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I will uh, pick my first uh, female wrestler. Okay. I, guess. Um, I am going to go with uh, Alexa Bliss. I fucking love her. Okay. And she's a great heel. And I think she can wrestle. And she's my first. Okay, I'm going to go Carmella. Because we love Carmella. Mm-hmm. A lot of people mm-hmm. were very upset about her at the pay-per-view talking so much. They were like, she's so annoying and all this stuff. I loved it. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. That That's kind of the point. Right, I guess that is, right? And they're getting all annoyed by it. And you're like, you should be saying how good she is for making you annoyed. But whatever. Yeah. And, and I, I, I see that on my list. Like, next one I'm going to pick is Asuka. It's maybe a little boring pick, but I, I love Asuka. Uh, I don't think they have done uh, the right thing with her. But that doesn't mean that she can't wrestle. She can wrestle the fuck out of people. So, my next one is Asuka. Hmm, okay. Where do I go next? That was going to be my next pick, kind of. So, I'm going to pick one that everybody's going to be mad at me for and say I'm an idiot, but I'm going to pick Liv Morgan. So, I've picked Carmella and Liv Morgan, so people are going to hate me. I love Liv Morgan. (laughs) I love her. She's so fucking great. I think uh, she's really good at uh, expressing whatever emotion she's supposed to be feeling on her face. Even when she's mm-hmm. not wrestling, when she's just, like, in the background with somebody, she's, um, you know when you're in a play, not, like, on in a stage play, and you need to emote everything a lot? She's pretty good at being able to emote things, and uh, I mm-hmm. enjoy that about her. She's not the greatest wrestler, but I think she can improve, so. Cool. Um, Two more ladies. Mm-hmm. So, one for you and one for me. Hmm. I'm looking through my list here. I'm <laughs> I'm going to pick Dana Brooke actually. <laughs> That's random, have, okay. Yeah, I have a soft spot for Dana Brooke. Hmm. Uh, I find her so fucking hilarious. She's barely I'm, a wrestler anymore, but uh, I yeah. know. But it, but but she's such a good heel and she's such a good face. I love that they picked her. Uh, they picked her into going with uh, uh, 
what are they calling them again? The team of 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 uh, is it the? Oh, uh, I can't remember their name. I know what you're talking about, though. Uh, uh, Titus Worldwide, right? Titus Worldwide, yeah. I I just love her. She she's so good. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we need a monster in here. And who do we have for monsters as far as the women go? It's either uh, Nia Jax or Nia Jax or Tamina or Sarah Logan. Mm. Uh, I guess I'll go Nia Jax. You think that's the best choice? Mm, yeah, I agree. Tamina is inactive, so she has a torn rotary cuff. Right, but she's know. still in the roster. We're counting just anybody yeah. who's on the roster. Cause Nikki Bella is technically on the roster, so just letting you know that for the next round. But um, no. oh, I I have her on on some lists. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move into the men's. Uh, and at yeah, the end of my, this, we will read off the whole show. So go ahead with my your first fir- one. My first pick is going to be really, really a big surprise for you. I think it's gentleman Jack Gallagher. I want him from 205 Live. He's the best fucking thing with 205 Live. He's one of the reasons why I watch that fucking show sometimes. He's so expressive and such a f- amazingly good heel. Okay. Let's see. Who is a good first pick? Somebody that I really want. I'm going to go with uh, Ciampa. I think Ciampa. from NXT... I think yeah. his new heel character with the big giant yeah. beard and everything, he's one of the best yeah. guys in the company right now, and he doesn't... I don't think... I mean, the last NXT was clear He they kind of got... Uh, they gave them a spotlight, but mm-hmm. in his career in NXT, I don't think he's gotten the credit he deserves, so I'm going to go Ciampa. I'm going to pick my favorite wrestler, Braun Strowman. <laughs> That's a good because. one. I need Braun Strowman. Uh, I guess the next one I'll do... Hmm. We already have Owens on there, so I don't need to pick him. Nope. Should I stick with another NXT guy, or... I'm going to go Cesaro. Ah, oh, good pick. I can but do uh, without uh, Sheamus, to be honest, and mm. I'll just have Cesaro. Hmm. Hmm. I I I. had that on my list. Um. Who will I go with next? Huh. I will go with uh, Daniel Bryan. Okay. Yeah. I like his wrestling style. I like that he gets people over. Yeah. I want Daniel Bryan. Uh, let's see. Who do we need on this? I'm thinking... Alistair Black. Definitely yeah, needs that's to be good, in here. That's a good one. I will go AJ Styles. That was the one I was kind of deciding between. I was, should I pick AJ or should I pick this one? Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we that's let's see how many do we have? One uh that's seven. So this will be eight and I'll pick Luke Harper. I think that's a good, good pick. One. Yeah, that's a really good pick. I can think of a super obvious one for my next one if you don't pick it, so. I will pick Rusev. Damn it, that was the one I was going to pick. Oh. I want the Rusev. I fucking love Rusev. But uh, do we get his uh, announcer as well? I think we can count it as long like, he's just not a wrestler. He just counts as yeah. a manager coming with them, so yeah. I mean, he wrestles. So this is the last last pick here, and let's see all the ones we've picked. Pretty much everybody I kind of had as like a definite one. There's a bunch. Okay, hmm. Maybe we decide this one together. We got the ones I had left over. As far as we'll call these my honorable mentions, and then we can kind of pick which one we think is best. Elias, Finn Balor, uh, Nakamura. Samoa oh, Joe and Ricochet. Hell, I need Elias. Let me say those all again: Elias, Balor, Nakamura, Samoa Joe, and Ricochet. I need Elias. It's my pick, though. Hmm. But I want Elias. But those are all really good. Ricochet, <laughs> yeah. Samoa Joe. I mean, those two yeah. are like. Yeah. And Finn Balor. But I want Elias. You should have picked him before, Fro, because I think I'm going to pick... Let me look at who we've got here. Gallagher, Ciampa, Strowman, Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, Aleister Black, AJ, Harper, and Rusev. We need a heel. We've got some heels on here. We need a heel. Pick Elias, please. (laughs) You want me to pick Elias really badly, but I want to pick Samoa Joe, kind of. Uh, Please... Please, pretty please. Nope, I'm gonna pick Ricochet. Sorry. Because <sighs> okay. you know what we do need in this that we don't have is more high flyers. Yeah, that's really true. what we needed. All right, so, so I'm gonna go through this. Our, all, best. our yeah. best show. I'll go through it real quick. Uh, for our male wrestlers, ga- uh, t- our top ten are Gallagher. Ciampa, Strowman, Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, Alistair Black, AJ Styles, Luke Harper, Rusev, and Ricochet. With tag team Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, Breezango, uh, Fish and O'Reilly, and Owens and Zayn. And then our female roster, Bliss, Carmella, Asuka, Liz, Liv Morgan, Dana Brooke, and Nia Jax. <laughs> Best. Best wrestling show ever. <laughs> I, I would I would watch it. I would watch the hell out of the show. Yeah. Now let's pick our least favorite wrestlers. Shit wrestlers. This is going to be fun. All right. We're going to make the worst show possible uh, out of WWE and NXT superstars, <laughs> at least according to us. So if your favorite wrestler is there, we apologize. Even though I'm making the worst show possible, I'm still not going to put Roman Reigns on there. Is that weird? Oh, Roman Reigns is going in. Okay, all right. Uh, Let's start with tag uh, teams, though, again, since we started there last time. Yes, and uh, I'm going to go with my least favorite uh, tag team of all fucking time. 
Uh, I'm going to go with the Bludgeon Brothers. I doubt it's of all time, but... <laughs> but it's really, yeah, uh, this doesn't work. Okay, B-Bros. It I really, mean, there's nothing to it. There's no substance to stink, sink your teeth into. No. This is just awful. And it's boring. It is funny that we had Luke Harper on on the best show, and yeah. but then you make it Bludgeon Brothers and you add Rowan, and it's like, it's the worst thing ever. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm yeah. going to go with the my least favorite tag team. I, guess which, I think Fro knows what, what my least favorite tag team right now is. Mm-hmm. The Usos. Mm-hmm. They are definitely up there. I can't stand the... I, probably that's going to make people... Some people are going to go, I love the Usos. Well, they can't mm-hmm. do a Samoan drop, so they should stop trying to do it. Because uh, they do it every match, but they don't know how to do it, do it correctly. So. Oh. I can't fucking uh, remember their name. Who came out with, with Paul? Uh, no, with their... Uh, like... Um... Oh, fucking hell. I got nothing. Give me something. They came out with their manager, then they sacked their manager. Authors of Pain. Authors of Pain, thank you. <laughs> you just had to give me a little bit and I got it. Uh, okay. I hate Authors of Pain. It's awful. They can't wrestle. I think they have their place as far as like being a monster tag team, but I don't think nope. they're that great either. Okay, we need a last terrible tag team. Hmm. Hmm. See, I kind of want to pick the Ascension. Yeah. But they are pretty good when they're with Brizango, but when they're yeah. not with Brizango, they're pretty awful. Who else can yeah. I pick besides them, though? Uh, Rhino and Heath Slater? Yeah, I was just thinking that. <laughs> but I kind of like Heath Slater. Especially yeah, when know. they were doing those things where he was trying to buy his pool. So I'm going to yeah. go Ascension. I think Ascension is worse than Rhino and Heath Slater. Cool. Oh, we're going to have so many hate mails when I say my first female one. Okay. I Oh, I'm starting. Right. Um, I'm going to go with Mandy Rose. Yeah. She was on my list. And she, they obviously are pushing her. They gave her this brand new entrance thing and entrance music on SmackDown. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. No, you didn't see SmackDown yet. Okay. No. Sorry. Well, they gave her all this brand new entrance music. And I swear to you, when you see it, let me know if I'm right. But pretty sure it's just Lana. Remember when Lana came out in the dress and had the saxophone music? But I can't wait for all the emails and hate I'm going to get for my first female one. Did you hear me? Hello? Yeah. Yes. Do you remember when Lana had the dress and the saxophone music, bro? Yes. It's the exact same music. They just remixed it. Yay. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Somebody let me know if, if I'm wrong. You're going to hate me for this. Maybe. I, I probably could care less. My first is Bailey. Okay. I never liked Bailey, so I'm fine with it. I... Uh, I don't get it. 
Well, especially now, because she's nothing at this point in WWE. She's just uh, just fucking irritating. All right. Well, the next one I'm gonna go with the easy one and go with Nikki Bella. <laughs> yeah. Or Bella Bella, as Fro calls her. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had that on my list. Um, you can't wrestle. I had so many. Um, this one was hard for me. I actually am gonna need to think about who's the worst woman after we get to this point. But who do you? No, think? I have an easy one. I have Natalia. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, have picked Natalia, that, but Mrs. Catters, uh, they don't do anything with her. It's not really. It's not really her fault, maybe. Mm-hmm. But but she never had a really interesting storyline. I mean, she's been around for so long that I mean, I the only time I was really thought Natalia was pretty great was when she was with Beth Phoenix, kind of yeah. as a team. And I don't know. That might have just been because Beth Phoenix was there. So yeah, it's hard to tell. All right, uh, we need two more. So I got one, and you got one uh, on the women's side. Let me think. I- I'm kind of running out of terrible women's wrestlers. I guess if we need, if it's going to be a wrestler, Lana is an awful wrestler. She cannot oh, wrestle. She is. So I guess we'll go with Lana. I'm looking in NXT now. I looked at it, and I I honestly do not know a single female mm. from NXT. When I looked at the names, oh. at least. Oh, I know some. But, like, I can't pick Kyrie Sane because she's one of my favorite ones. Right. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Shayna Baszler, even though everybody's pretty hot on her. I, I think she's... I don't think she's that great. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is hard. I think Nikki Cross is pretty good, so I wouldn't pick her. No. Can I cheat? I don't know. Can I say um, Stephanie? Uh, she counts as an active wrestler, right? At least according to Raw a few weeks ago, so... Yeah. I guess so, I, yeah. Okay, I will go with Stephanie. Okay, worst male wrestlers. I'm gonna oh. start... <laughs> yes. You start. Easy place to start. Baron Corbin. Yeah. I I can't wait when we get the emails for this. I'm going to pick the Universal Champion, Brock Lesnar. Right, okay, yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate Brock Lesnar. I think he's pretty good. I mean, I, I know he... Uh, I mean, as far as, like, a, a special attraction, I think he's good. That's a good way to put it. Nope. Uh, what's another person I do not like? Um, Orton. Randy Orton. Gotta go on that list. Mm-hmm. Heath Slater. Okay. I kind of like Heath Slater, to be honest, but that's just me. <sighs> 
somebody new I really dislike is No Way Jose. <laughs> yes. Uh, we talked a little about this. We were watching the pay-per-view together and we looked on Monday because we we uh, looked worked on Sunday. And, and No Way Jose was coming out to the ring. And, and we go, and I go to him, didn't Adam Roast do the same gimmick like five years ago? <laughs> it wasn't even five years ago. It wasn't even that long ago. That's the thing. No. Yeah, uh, it is the exact same thing, and it's not even a—it's not even as well done as Adam Rose, in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. okay, um, let me see. I will go with. I think there's a few obvious ones, but maybe I'm not. Yeah. There is some obvious ones, but I um, I like okay. I could, I, I I will go with Roman Reigns. Oh my gosh! All right. <laughs> I never liked Roman Reigns. I will never like Roman Reigns. I don't like I... Roman Reigns either, and I didn't like him even when he was in the Shield. I thought he was nope. the least interesting member of the Shield. And yeah. you know what I mean? So, but I think that's probably true about a lot of people. Uh, I thought there were a lot more obvious ones to me to make a really bad show. I think I'm going to go with Mojo Raleigh. Oh, good one. My next one is not going to be controversial at all. Drew McIntyre. Oh, okay. <laughs> McIntyre. He's so fucking boring. Let's see. So we got two more. Uh, this is our last one. So make them good. Uh, who's somebody I really... I'm going to go Aiden English. Because I really oh, like good him. one. Really, really good one. Because I dislike the singing. I know a lot of people think the singing is funny or whatever, but I just dislike it. I like him as 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 the. I like it more than on you do. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I going? Do you know who I don't like that I never really understand the gimmick of? Ty Dillinger. That's a good one. All right. Like, it, okay, it's this, a stupid this, gimmick. Ten? ten of what? I think originally, like, originally in NXT, the idea, like, the perfect ten is, like, uh, it's, like, a term for, like, somebody who's, right. like, the best possible-looking person, but it's morphed into this whole other thing about ten that has nothing to do with that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, where he comes out at ten for any kind of Royal Rumble or anything like that. It's, like... It's changed into something totally different and makes no sense now, so yeah. Alright, well, that is our worst. Let's. I'm going to read this out. Male wrestlers, first. Uh, Baron Corbin, Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, Heath Slater, Noe Jose, Roman Reigns, Mojo Rawley, McIntyre, Aiden English, and Ty Dillinger. 
female wrestlers, Mandy Rose, Bailey, Bella Bella, uh, Natalia, Lana, and Stephanie McMahon. Uh, tag teams, The Ascension, Authors of Pain, The Usos, and Bludgeon Brothers. Let's pick a, a broadcast team for each show. Uh, I guess so. I mean, I don't like any of the broadcasters, so it would be like... I would have Corey Graves. And Mauro Ranallo on The Good yeah. Show. Yeah. That, and th- those are the only ones. And then every other commentator, all in a 20-man booth on The Worst Show. <laughs> yes. Including... I would uh, Maybe my least favorites are Michael Cole and Booker T together. That would be awful. And I think that uh, the poofy-haired guy from the pre-shows of the... Uh, yes. What, who, that guy, podcaster guy, he should be on there? Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's the worst. Who would we have as a... I actually like Renai Young in the back. I want her. Sure. I didn't know we were going to do all these extra no. side characters, no. but... Tom Phillips. Fucking hell, he's awful. Maybe he could be in back. Cool! Have you watched a movie this week? I saw a couple movies this week. Did uh, did you see anything, actually? before I? No, absolutely nothing. Oh, okay. Um, I watched Spaceballs this week, uh, which I haven't seen what? in a while. Mm. It's still funny. I mean, it stands up as, like, a comedy movie. The the special effects are awful, like, in this day and age, but it actually adds to the comedy of it, in a way. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, they were, at the time, or at least, like, in the 90s, in the late 80s, early 90s, I remember watching that movie and not noticing any bad special effects. But now mm-hmm. you see it, and it actually adds to the comedy of how funny the movie is because it's the special effects are so bad. So, interesting there. And then I saw a movie called Anon, which was Clive Owen and, uh, what's her name? I can never remember her name. A girl from... Ipanina? (laughs) No, the girl from uh, (laughs) Mean Girls, the dumb one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Amanda Seyfried, right? Is that it? Yes. Yes. It's got Clive Owen and Amanda Seyfried. And it's another murder mystery movie based in the future. Cool. How many of those have we gotten recently? A lot. Yes. Seems like a very overdone premise at this point. But it actually is alright. I would recommend it. It's entertaining if you want just a movie to watch for an evening or something like that. Cool. And now we will have another digital review of Overboard. Why am I even trying to be a nurse? I'm going to be delivering pizzas and cleaning carpets for the rest so of my life. So this looks like... Is this a comedy? You're very attractive for a uh, yeah, I think so. You maybe could do I like that girl. I, I guess it's like a remake of a movie from the 80s. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Could you be a doll and get me a little snack? You know I was just hired to do carpets, right? You're fired. I bet you haven't worked a single day in your entire self-absorbed life. 
I don't know, this, uh, to me, she was never funny in any of, like, her comedy movies before, so, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what day it is. I don't even know my own name. Amnesia in our little town. That's him. I have an idea. It is poetic in its justice. What is happening? I have no clue. Oh, I see. Oh. She's pretending. Wait, why would if he has amnesia and can't remember who he is or what his life was about, why would he be surprised that he's poor? That's totally broken. Oh, that guy uh, is in La Last Man on Earth. He's pretty good in there. This is bad. Yeah, this looks like a super generic, crappy family comedy movie so far. Looks like it's supposed to be based in Seattle. According, they had like the Seattle Seahawks thing in the background. And they fall in love when he remembers. This is really depressing when you start to think about it. Yeah. The girl, like the kids, like. Like, think about what you're doing to children in this scenario. Like, to, to their psyche in the future. You're telling them that this guy is their father, and then... He pulled a Nakamura. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, look, what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? Right, Overboard. Like I said, a remake from the 80s. Um... Kate is a single working-class mother uh, of three who is hired to clean a luxury yacht that belongs to Leonardo, a selfish, spoiled, and wealthy Mexican playboy. After unjustly firing Kate, Leonardo falls off uh, his boat and wakes up with no memory of who he is. To get payback, Kate shows up at the hospital and convinces the confused amnesiac that they're married. So we got pretty much everything from the trailer, clearly. Mm -hmm. 31% on Rotten Tomatoes, I think. Oh, right. Uh, and uh, 4.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Not great. Not worst thing ever, either. So. But, but definitely not positive. <laughs> no. But we have had movies that is worse. Right, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, this did look just like a generic family comedy to me. So, I have a five-star review here. Oh, okay. Good thing I didn't watch the 1987 movie. I had a really good time with this movie. Now I'll watch the old, oldest one to compare them. But uh, the good time was worth it. Oh, okay. Well, they liked yeah. it. Yeah. I also have a half a star. Did I see the same movie as everyone else? I really liked the original and was looking forward to this. The acting was good. The script just wasn't funny. There was a few giggles occasionally, but that was it. Uh, certainly not the laughs you would expect in a comedy. Even the real they ran... After the credits was unamusing. 
the kids did a great job acting as well. There was one heart-pulling moment. I have movie pass. I wouldn't be disappointed. I I would have been disappointed if I had to hate to see it. That's like the third time we've heard that in a review. Oh, I yeah. had mo- I have movie pass, so I didn't have to pay for it. You pay for movie pass, idiot. <laughs> you are paying for it still. This is like, oh yeah, well I get raw for free. Uh, <laughs> you pay for cable, so no, you do not get that for free. Uh, I went to Facebook, of course. Um, I got a good one and a bad one. Angel uh, Angel uh, Hero says, Most people hate remakes, but I think they're good for young generations. I guess if, you, if your parents keep watching old movies, then you'll know about these movies. Otherwise, you won't. In my case, I didn't even know about the old Overboard, but now that I've watched this one, uh, I want to watch the old one. So that interesting thing about remakes, because most people always say how much they hate that, you know, uh, Hollywood doesn't have mm-hmm. any new original ideas. This person's saying that they, they think that's a good thing. I don't know. What do you think about that, Fro? I think that a man needs to see a doctor. <laughs> Kelly Daly R- Ryback, uh, R- uh, Rubach says... Oh. Not oh, Ryback. It Ryback? It's Rubach. <laughs> <laughs> Just saw this movie. It's good. They use some of the same lines from the original, but uh, they use them in different ways. A nice twist, uh, many nice twists, a few things lacking in the romantic connection between Leo and Kate that could have been better. Also, movie didn't have the passion and all the feelings like the first one did. I did, however, still cry when the limo was there to take them. Uh, The ending was different. Two, similar outcome, but another twist. So it's not exactly... Like, it's a remake, but it, they changed even the ending. So, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Time for WWE Backlash 2018. Um, or as we called it, Rest Holds and Knee Injuries The Show. <laughs> right? Uh, some, like, I think there were four matches where they're working the knee. I don't know, they just mm-hmm. need to... They need to talk to each other and be like, hey, what, you know, which part are you going to... Like, we'll work the arm. You like, you can't have every match they work the knee. That's just silly. And there were so many rest holds. Yeah, Jesus and the, the thing was, like... I spe- we'll talk about it later, but in the last match, it was, like, all rest holds, and we've gone, yeah. what, 40... We went 40 minutes over time or whatever? Yeah. And we're doing rest holds? It was crazy. Yeah. We start with uh, Ruby Riot with Lob- Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan defeated Bailey. We didn't uh, say anything about this because we didn't know it would exist, so nobody gets the point. No. Seth Rollins defeated The Miss. And we said Rollins, both got a point. Nia Jax defeated Alexa Bliss. We both got a point there. Jeff Hardy defeated Randy Orton. You got a point there. Daniel Bryan defeated Big Cass. Uh, I got a point there. Carmella defeated Rick. Uh, I was going <laughs> to say Rick Flair. <laughs> That's funny. We were talking about how she looks like her dad during the show. Uh, Carmella defeated Charlotte Flair. We both got a point there. AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura ended in no contest. 
So no points. Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley defeated Kevin Owens and Sam Zayn. And Fro, you got a point there. And Roman Reigns defeated Samoa Joe. And you got a point there. So Fro was up by two. Would would? Uh, we were talking about it this week. Uh, uh, I want to look through uh, the Nobel Peace winners and find the worst Nobel Peace Prize winner. Okay, just the worst one. Yeah, like we we talk about the worst one. We find the, the worst one and then and talk about it. Okay, yeah. sounds good to me. Yeah. Cool. There's a lot of people to go through, so I guess we'll have to we'll compare notes during the week and we'll see if we can find the best one. Yeah. Well, like the worst ones, not one, but the oh, worst okay. ones. Yeah. Right. Like just find some people to talk about. That would be interesting to see if like any jerks has gotten the Nobel Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, I don't I don't I really don't know. I guess I'll have to go back and see the history of it. I'm sure there's been some. I mean, the only thing I can think of is uh Obama and that one's just super obvious cuz we've talked about yeah. it on the show a 100 times. Yeah. Cuz it's just it was just a hypocritical one. It's not really like it wasn't Genghis Khan or anything like that. No, no. But uh, yeah, we will go through. I'll, I, we will Google it and look, look through it. But that will be interesting. We, we never talk about the Peace Prize. So, uh, have you anything you want to plug? Uh, WestCoastWrestlingConnection.com to go check out the TV show. We had a show this week. We had uh, Short Sleeve Samson on the show. Have you ever you? Do you remember? Did you ever watch the Hulk Hogan uh, show with the little people wrestlers? Yes, he was. He came. He was on that show at one point. But he's, you know, he's one of the more famous uh, little person wrestlers in the U.S. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, he, good show put on by him, and a lot of good matches. So, go check out the TV show. Cool. Uh, you can check out the show. Uh... I am on with Bill called, uh, I fucking forgot what the show was called, suddenly. Um, that wrestling show? That wrestling show, fucking hell. <laughs> it's like the <laughs> easiest thing to remember of all time. I know. Fro is clearly tired, if nobody can tell. I can tell. Yes, yes. It's clear by the way the tone of your voice, it changes. I have been out all day, so... Uh, but we will talk of news of the week. We will, of course, talk about the Eurovision final. We will talk uh, about David Koresh and the uh, Branch Davidians. Um, we will have another digital review of Life of the Party. That sounds like a comedy as well. I think probably is, yeah. I mean, this is the time of year, you know, spring, summer, when you're getting into lighthearted comedies and... Uh, the only other thing we're going to get is, what, eight or ten superhero movies, so. Mm-hmm. So, tell us uh, how e- extremely bad we were at picking people for our shows. Right, just email us at anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com. Do it! Okay, I think that's it. Do you have anything else? No, I think we're good, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay, see you all next week. 
from Norway and United States. This is goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.